Hi everyone! This is the second part of our Women in Wireshark conversation. If you have not listened to part one yet, go check it out. Welcome to the Sharkbrace podcast. My name is Ron Knall and I'm one of the co-developers of Wireshark. Uh, in this podcast we will discuss all things about Wireshark as well as topics from the world of packet analysis and Sharkfest, which is our packet analysis and developer conference. You will meet interesting people and learn why the truth is always in the packets. Sasha, I so appreciate what you're saying that that this this you, you feel lifted, you feel pushed, you feel you you come out of Shark Quest with this this whole lot of energy and and this whole lot of of fascination, satisfaction of this 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 positive energy about meeting your family again after a year. This is basically what we call it internally. This is our family gathering. So, Sasha, after you've been to Sharkfest, what was your takeaway? What was the aftermath of your visit to Sharkfest? Well, not only did I, of course, get more familiar with the program, but I actually felt more familiar with the protocols and drilling down deep into really seeing what goes on. And, and when I was on the plane flying back to Nashville, I couldn't stop thinking about all of the things that I learned. I couldn't stop looking at my notes. So the takeaways were many. It, I mean, I felt like I was still immersed in the in the atmosphere of learning. And it made me want to learn even more about Wireshark and really get into practicing it and using it in my studies, but also on my own. I'd love to get good at it. You know, yeah. I would really yeah, love where to are the get vulnerabilities in specific protocols. Yeah. How do they interrelate? What depends yeah. on, you know, which, which ones depend on which ones exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because so that's that's how the, you can see how they can be taken advantage of. Oh yeah. To, to, you know, the better you understand them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, so speaking way. of airplanes, I've got to ask, I've been dying to ask this and I waited until this moment. So Sasha, Yes. How did you feel when you found out that Ross Bagurtis was so kind and stepped forward and oh said, hi, gosh. let me pick up their travel. I was floored. I was dancing. I, I was so, I mean, it was like somebody said that they're give me a million dollars. You know, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. it. What a generous offer and gesture to do that. We were spoiled as, as scholarship recipients. <laughs> I have to tell you that. Spoiled. <laughs> Everywhere you turn, someone was handing you a gift or making you feel so special and important. You know, I, you are important. there was not a time you were ever feeling like you were inferior. Like, you know, right. like uh, you could, yeah. this could be intimidating going to something like this, sure. but that gesture of the paying for the travel and accommodations are unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. So Thanks, I had Ross. not barely tweeted that. And Ross had me on the phone. He's like, what can I do too? So he said, I could sponsor and have one more. We could have three, you know, at what, what can I do? And so we were like bouncing ideas off back and forth. And I was like, you know, probably they're going to need travel because both of them are coming to Shark Fest. Because that was one of the, the things that kind of raised you up at just a smidge uh, was that you wanted to attend in person because not everybody was able to as you know and everything. Yeah. And I said, you know, it is a scholarship because it's a need-based scholarship. Oh I yeah. Said, I bet you they'll need travel. And he's like, oh, I could do that. 
I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, and also yeah. he was very, he also spoke at Wireshark and was teaching. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah, he's, um, a, he's a great, he's, he's a great He's just instructor. a great teacher, yeah. And what I love, too, is the follow-up. Uh, he wanted us to make sure that he knew that we were there. He was there for us even yeah. after. Call yeah. us, call me anytime. Here, check out my network classes online, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Here's a gratis opportunity to check out the network class and it was so wonderful yeah just top notch yeah you all are you all are top notch yeah and then chris came in and chris is like well i could i could let him go to my class for free too because because it was funny because i'm sitting there thinking okay so they're going to come to my class for free so i ponied up for that and then sherry ponied up for those people who do not know sherry uh, is the one who actually runs shark fest now so sherry's the wireshark foundation is coming forward with you know uh, tickets to the conference as part of the scholarship but there's going to be that one day in between and i'm like what are they going to do for that day and Chris just reached out and said to oh. both Sherry and I, he's like, they could come to my class for free too. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. So it was like a oh, perfect, you know, okay, we got it covered for the whole week, man. This is awesome. It, uh, so I yeah, was, it was. I that was great. And that's what was so great. We started out with basics and really mm-hmm. getting familiar with all of the different, how the program was organized, where the tools mm-hmm. were, and so right. forth in the beginning, and, and using those tools well, filtering and color rules and so on. And then by the time we were able to do the launch of the um, other section of Wireshark, where everyone was coming in, you had that basic foundation, so it right. made it even better. It, you really were able to truly understand what was going on because you had a solid foundation that both you yeah. and Chris gave yeah, to us. And that was yeah. awesome. otherwise, you'd, if you just dived right in, it would be like, uh, what? Yeah, so, yeah. You'd, play, would, you'd be playing catch up in your brain and, and trying to, it, it would be tough to listen and, and try and play around with right. Wire Shark while you're trying to receive the information. But that was a great foundation, your class and Chris's class. It was great. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, I got to meet, like, okay, so the guy who wrote Kismet. I got to meet, you know, Mike Kershaw. Oh. I got to meet the guy who wrote NMAP, Gordon. And I got to meet the guy who wrote Aircrack, Thomas. And the guy who wrote Wireshark, all in one year. The, so the first year I went to the Shark Fest, I met all four of those guys. And I'm like, okay, this is so cool. And then, then we had one guy who came who, let's see, I don't know, wrote my PCAP. And Steve McCann, it's just amazing to go to this little tiny conference, 300 people max. Janice would cut it off at 300 people. Janice is the woman who, before Sherry, Janice was really like Queen Janice. Nobody said, whatever Janice said goes, right? And, first uh, rule of but, Shark Fest, do what you First rule of Shark Fest, whatever Janice says, just do it. Okay. But yeah, she'd cut it off at 300 people because she wanted it to maintain, for it to be intimate, for it to be small and intimate. Yeah. That was always the best part. That's always been the best part. And to just sit and talk to people like that, it's, it's amazing. It's so cool. So I have two final questions. One is okay. to Betty. What was the general <laughs> reception about the idea uh, you received after after proposing it? What was your feedback you got from the Twitterverse or whatever? Right, the Twitterverse? Well, it was funny. Okay, so the Twitterverse is what started it because February is Women's Month. And I kept seeing it, you know, things like Women Insist, you know, the the one that you do in there in, in, t- in Tennessee. And I was like, oh, man, they're doing like all these cool scholarships. That's really cool. Oh, we and, insist, you know, yeah. and I would see other ones and I'm like, oh, man, that's so cool. You know, I want to encourage women. Oh, 
I'm a woman. For all the presenters, it's it was it's like Laura Chapel, me, Magumisan. One year, Lorna, Lorna Richardson, she presented. There's very few female presenters. Very few. There are women at the, the conference, but not a lot of women. So I'm like, you know what? We could do we could do a scholarship, and we could have more women come. Because, you know, it's expensive to go to Shark Fest and, you know, you got to pay for, I mean, it's expensive to go to any conference. You know, you got to pay for the tickets, yeah. do the extra class, you know, black cat qu- uh, classes are like two grand a day. Oh, man. they're very, very expensive. Ooh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very and, expensive. Uh, so I thought, well, you know, we could, we could do that. I said, I could just forego, you know, what I normally would have been paid for two more people. And, and I reached out, I actually reached out to Gerald first. And he's like, oh, I think that's great. And then, then I reached out to Sherry and she's like, actually, we've been talking about that. I'm like, well, hooray, let's do it. I got a lot of good feedback from people in, in our, you know, the small shark for us community. I'm glad that the, the women who did apply applied. It was really cool to meet some of the different ones. I mean, that's how I met Lexi uh, Cooper is uh, she had applied. I mean, I got to meet uh, quite a few of the women who did apply or talking to them, you know, not meet them in person, but talking to them. And I thought that was great because for me, the more women, the better. We think differently. We troubleshoot differently. We approach security differently. Mm-hmm. I think the diversity of that thought pattern is very critical. It's just like any any other part of part of the population that's underserved or underrepresented by having people be able to come who couldn't have come otherwise just brings more value to the table. Organizations out there like Women in Cybersecurity and a few others, they're so accommodating when people want to provide scholarships to yeah. the field yeah. of women in cybersecurity. So it's really cool. But you, you reach, Wireshark obviously reaches beyond just cybersecurity too. So like Christy is a network specialist, right? the other gal. Right. So, and that was really neat to speak with her and learn about how she got onto her path and got to Wireshark too. And it's nice because I mean, it, it appeals to DevOps, ops, and, and <laughs> yeah, it sure yeah. does. Everybody, yeah. it sure does. Yeah, but it's even if you if you go to classes like Jeff Carroll, IPv6. Yes, know? yeah, I love Jeff. Jeff is he awesome. Does, I basically slap, slapped you, Sasha, to that class, and I was like, you know, go to that class. You're gonna learn something. It's not yep. all IPv6. Just write that address and stuff like that. And you think, mm-hmm. what can you learn in one and a half hours about IPv6 that I can't read on the Wikipedia page? Yeah, but you know, he actually wrote that stuff. Yeah. And oh, yeah. So he helped. Uh, he helped write the next version of the book from Ed Tittle, and and he collaborated with Ed to get all of the uh, new stuff. And so the big book became even bigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was what was another interesting aspect of Wireshark. The different levels of classes that are offered, you have like more beginners presentations, and then there was more complex presentations. And on a few of them, I just threw myself into the more complex presentations because I kind of have this theory that even if you don't really know it, for some reason, your brain is going to do a recall and you're going to end up hearing about it. And you'll be like, oh my goodness, that's what I was learning at Wireshark with these presenters. And I just was so happy to be able to be exposed to this new type of material that I wouldn't have gotten exposed to before. 
in college yeah. class or, you know, even even just to know about it. Like Mike Kershaw's, I took his class. It was yeah. like, got over my head, but amazing. but it was amazing. It was so mm-hmm. amazing. My participation is, is that when we moved into this house, there was a gigantic ham radio tower out there. So we're talking <laughs> about signals and all that stuff. I'm like, well, right. I got a lightning rod, we call it the lightning rod <laughs> the house that goes, I mean, it's, gigantic it looks like it's for a radio a real big radio station out there we just Mm -hmm. left it because it's kind of interesting to drive down the the driveway and see this giant radio tower you always know which driveway is yours yeah exactly we should so it was it was interesting to speak about analyzing signals that i would never think about that yeah yeah so, yeah. so one of one one of the hidden secrets about Shirkfest is the fact that there is no agenda whatsoever from mm-hmm. from the organization point of view. We basically we hit up the people we want to show up as presenters and ask them, "Do you want to do a talk?" We never set any topics. We never say, "Oh wow, you have to talk about that area or whatever." It's mm-hmm. pretty much up to the presenters and. There are talks which are not for that many people. I mean, I had, right. I had a talk in front of four people, and I did an XCAP talk in front of 60 people with Yay. power because there was a power outage. But that's a different story. Right. Yeah. And you're just oh, you so know what cool. was fun is doing yeah. when they had the mystery hunt that we had to do. Where It was after right. dinner. We all got together and did a mystery hunt, and we were all at tables. And it was like, well, whoever's at your table, you know, find a group and do – and I was with yeah, Megumi Sam, her and I, and a couple of other guys. And it was funny because we were the ones who were solving the mystery puzzle. Oh, yeah. And the she fellas were standing around watching us drinking beer. <laughs> and it was funny because we, we had a, a bit of a language barrier because she speaks right. Japanese, but she speaks English, too. Her, her um, English is much better than she thinks. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it was funny because I'd be like, oh, maybe it's this. And I'm a newbie. And I'm like, maybe it's this. She goes, please. You know, and I'm like, please what? I don't know what to do. <laughs> so she taught me things. And it was so yes, fun. She, she taught me she, stuff right on the fly yeah. looking for this and this little mystery treasure hunt thing. We just laughed it's and fabulous. laughed. And I learned from that mystery treasure hunt stuff. Oh, yeah. bunch of no, things. Mik- Mikumi-san, <laughs> she is Mikumi-san wonderful. is solely he, responsible for a large oh, yeah. user base in Japan. Because yeah. she oh, completely yeah. translated she, yeah, Wireshark. Yeah, she translates she still does. Wireshark yes. into Japanese. She's the one who does that. Incredible. She completely translated. She is. And it's, it's so fascinating because she's one of the coolest people at that conference. Mm-hmm. She is. Yes. I took her class. Again, immersing myself in something I was really not ready for because I'm still a new user of Wireshark. But I learned. I mean, I oh, learned. Yeah. I learned from her. She she was giving some amazing things that again opened up my mind to the power of Wireshark. Yeah, and how de- I mean, it just blew my mind how people use it. Okay, so uh, that was quite an enjoyable time mm-hmm. I had with you two. Yeah, uh, we talked quite a lot about Sharkfest, about mm-hmm. Wireshark in general, about cybersecurity. We covered stuff in industrial automation as well, as well as a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a very first podcast, I think we really went quite strong there. Um, any final wisdoms you want to to participate with the group to share with us? Hey, can I go? Yeah. Yes. Please. Okay. I, a, a bit of wisdom I'd like to share is 
definitely go to Shark Fest. Definitely apply for the female, the women in Wireshark scholarship. It'll change your life and you'll be so happy that you did and you'll have a brand new family. That's what <laughs> I'd like to say. <laughs> Especially if you are in Europe. You know, if yeah. you're already in Europe, you know, you can go to Portugal. You can go to Portugal for heaven's sakes. Uh, and how yes. beautiful. So, yeah. So imagine all the fun you had in Kansas City, but in Portugal, in Lisbon, oh my goodness. <laughs> at the most amazing hotel you've ever seen. Just saying. Yes. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I have to say that's definitely true. Yeah. So um, down in the show notes will be the link for that application. Yes, we on the show notes we put the link down to the application and Jerkfest in general. Uh, we also have to include, I think, about twenty different people we mentioned on the podcast. Just so right. you can look it up. Right. Uh, most Other Twitter course, handles or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we we're gonna put the Twitter handles for Betty yours, of course, and I think we also put Chris Chris in there and mm -hmm. and Sasha and mine and so and Sharkfest in general. Right. Uh, so you can follow it. Um, let me just finish with saying uh, very, very much thank you to you two participating in our very first installment of the Shark Happy Bite podcast. Here. I'm glad you asked me. I was very flattered that you asked me. I would always ask you to something like this because I just know you're, you're quite an interesting person to talk to. You have a <laughs> lot of things to say about packet analysis. Yeah. And I really do learn quite a lot of things whenever yeah, I talk to sweet. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you very, very much. Mm -hmm. And uh, hope to see you around. Hope to see you at a future Sharkfest or whatever accommodation festival activity we can manage. Um, very much taking you up whenever I'm in Nashville on this. Yes, tour please thing. do. <laughs> um, which for me, European, it will take some time, but I will get there eventually. Um, yeah, and with that, thank you very much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thanks, Roland. Thank you for listening to this installment of the Shark Bites podcast. If you want to stay informed about upcoming episodes, please subscribe to our podcast on YouTube or your podcasting platform of choice. My name is Roland Knall. See you next time.